Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. You guys ready to dig into the Word? We're going to be dealing with a lot of um, a lot of scripture here this morning. Colossians, the book of Colossians, and the so Colossians is in the New Testament of your Bibles. And you pull out your physical Bible, pull out your cell phone, Google it. I don't care how you find it. Colossians chapter one is where we will be today, and we're going to dig into a few verses here. But before we get there, I have to tell you something. Yesterday, so Heidi is away for the weekend, and the boys and I are still alive. alive. (laughs) And um, yesterday, we baked cookies. And I require a taste tester. I need somebody to volunteer to come taste the cookies that the boys and I made. And yes, it was the boys and I, they helped. Come on up. Can I have two volunteers? Two volunteers. Hey, all right, come up. Stand right here. Stand right here. My wonderful victims. I mean volunteers. All right, folks. There you go. Have have a cookie. Tell me tell me what you think. Do I have any water? No. No. Why are they dry? They're a little dry. Did you remember the sugar? Sugar? It's just like oats and flour. Maybe it must be some butter or something. So you don't like those? Some ice cream on top would help. How about, you, how about you try one of those? Is this going to be worse or better? <laughs> those are better? Like, like, like you, you, you don't want to stop eating them. Do you know what the difference, you know what the difference between this cookie and this cookie is? You made these ones and the boys made these ones. <laughs> Seriously, Peter? <laughs> My boys are five and two. Doesn't say much for you. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you guys can see it, but this is this is the first cookie. Okay? Okay, and this is the second cookie, and uh, this one is uh, drier than the Sahara. Uh, they won't have to pee for a week. Um, uh, I don't know, I'm 61. Okay. <laughs> You're...
There are so many things I could say right now. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm just not going to. There is, only, there is only one difference between this cookie and that cookie. This one doesn't have sugar. That's it. Same exact recipe. Same format of, of making them, baking them, everything. I just took the batch, split it in two, and in one batch I added the sugar, and in the other batch I didn't. Isn't that wild that just the sugar makes this glorious little biscuit of goodness, right? And not the sugar makes this horrible little thing. Thank you, thank you so much. Everyone give a round of applause for our volunteers. <laughs> Thanks, Cheryl. Even while I was doing this, I was amazed at the difference between these two cookies. One of them, you put in a ball, you put it on the baking pan, you stick it in the oven, and it just melts, and it becomes this wonderful little biscuit. These ones only look like this because halfway through the baking process, I took them out, took a spoon, and smashed them. <laughs> I've actually got one cookie that I left, and it stayed the entire time in ball form. And the only difference between these two cookies is one had sugar and one didn't. You know, sometimes in our lives, we approach our religion, our faith, Christ. And we say, you know what, it's good in one part but I really don't need it in the other part. You know what? My, my religion is my own personal journey. It's my own personal faith. It's my own personal thing. That's between me and God and no one else. And it really doesn't have to bleed beyond my Sunday morning attendance or my own personal devotion time with my Bible. I don't even need to go to church. It is between me and God and no one else and nothing else. It does not affect my job because you know what? That could just mess up my job. It doesn't have to involve my home life because that's just going to be a fight. It doesn't have to come into my friendships and the people I hang out with because that's going to interrupt the things that I enjoy doing. This Jesus estate thing has nothing to do with my money because that money is mine. Jesus has nothing to do with what goes on in my bedroom because that's also my own personal life. Jesus has nothing to do with politics or my family or school or climate change or anything else. It is my own personal religion. You find that passage in Colossians? Paul wrote a letter to the Colossian church 2,000 years ago. And in verse 15, he says this. The Son, Jesus, is the image of the invisible, 
the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and things on earth, things visible and things invisible. Whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. What does that mean? That means that Jesus made everything. It means that everything falls apart without Jesus. That Jesus is the only one who can save everything and he has done what is necessary by dying on the cross and rising from the dead. It means that the fullness of God is in Jesus. That when we look at Jesus, we see God. That he is God himself. That everything, even broken and messed up things, belong to Jesus and will one day be changed to what they should be. It means that he runs this church. He is the master of the universe. That without him, everything dies. With him, everything gets new life. Your family, your job, your country, your land, your climate, your money, your physical bodies, your minds, your emotions, your souls. He's the sugar to the cookie. Let's keep reading. Colossians 21, 23. Once... You were alienated, set apart from God, and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now, it's so good when you see that but in there. But now, he has reconciled, restored, brought you back by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy like God set apart made new in his sight without blemish and free from accusation if you continue in your faith established and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel this is the gospel that you heard that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. What does that mean? That means that this is for you. Jesus is for you. Every one of you here. This is for you. All of you and every part of you as an individual for now, for tomorrow, for the rest of your life, and into eternity. He has come to make you completely free of guilt and free of the control and power of sin. 
free from sin in your heart and your mind and your actions, to change you from the inside out, to live like Him in everything, at all times, throughout every day, in every part of your life. Your money, your politics, your church, your family, your friends, your hobbies. Jesus is the key ingredient to all life. Jesus is the key ingredient to all life. He's the sugar to the cookie. And as wild as it is, we might think, you know what, it wasn't that necessary, it wasn't that big of a deal, it's not going to change that much. But taking out that one key ingredient definitely made a difference. You need Jesus to have life. You need Jesus to be alive. And adding Jesus to your life changes things. And not just adding him to one part of your life, but making sure that he is in every part of your life. Changes you from a brick of whatever into something glorious. Which, I have to say, it is miraculous that these turned out so well. Because... I don't think I've ever baked cookies on my own before. (laughs) Jesus wants to make it so that your default action, your default thought, your natural instinctual reaction to things is with mercy and grace and love like Christ. If you want your work your job to be fulfilling, really meaningful, add Jesus. If you want your life to not be controlled by anxiety or money, add Jesus. If you want your friends, or you just want friends, friends that you can trust, and that make you better. You've got to add Jesus. If you want your home to be unified and filled with grace and mercy, you need to add Jesus to your home. If you want to live your life in such a way that you don't have to hide your actions, you don't have to be embarrassed of your life, you don't have to cover up things or bury the shame, and you don't have to worry about how your life is going or what direction it's going or whether it has any purpose or meaning or or value. If you want to have safety and security in relationships, you need the key ingredients. You need to add Jesus to the mixture. You can't look at it and be like, you know what? The craze is to just make things without sugar. Things must be good. Sugar, sugar is just too much. It adds weight, and I'm just going to cut it out. You don't really need it here. You can have it in certain things, but you don't need it here. It's not that necessary, and think that that's going to do it. It's not going to do it. Jesus is the key 
ingredient. This is what Paul is saying to the people in this church, the Colossian church. He's saying he is above everything, he has built everything, and he is the one that restores everything. He is the key ingredient. He's the sugar to the cookie. He's the one that brings life to every part of you. If you're here this morning and you have not decided to follow Jesus, this is your moment to add Jesus to the mixture of your life and go from this to this. He wants you to give. He wants you to be a generous person. He wants you to go and ask forgiveness from those around you that you have hurt. Ask forgiveness from Him. You need to say no to sin and refuse to compromise your honesty and your kindness just because it's work-related. You need to let go of the guilt and the shame in your life. You need to take a leap of faith and be obedient to what God is calling you to do. You need to let Jesus determine what is right and what is wrong, even in your bedrooms. You need to forgive other people. You need to share your faith. Jesus is not just some personal religion fad that we keep in one part of our life and don't let it affect other things. Jesus is the key ingredient to every part of life. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways.